Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Aerial Tribe community, where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of standards plus habits are going to equal results in their life. On this podcast, we want to provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And at Aerial Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to the tribe to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to the tribe. So Aaron, let's get on with the show. Hello again, and welcome to Live Committed. Uh, my name is Aaron, and I'm here with my friend Jason. What's going on, Aaron? And we are going to tackle a fun topic today. Yes, we are. But before we do, um, I want to talk a little bit. We've we've mentioned it a couple of times in our other podcasts, but this whole idea of um, prodigy performance and the, the supplements mm-hmm. that we've been doing, uh, I just feel like it's necessary to talk about that. The, and, and here's why. Um, let me say this. First of all, um, when we promote something on this show, we're not going to promote it if we don't use it, and we're not going to promote it if it doesn't work. Uh, you you have our word on that. And so always. that being said, uh, I want you to know clearly, I don't get anything from talking about this, and I'm the one that keeps bringing it up. Um, and the reason is because when I find something that does work, I want you to know about it. Uh, and that's why we're doing the that's why aerial we're doing tribe. The show. That's why it um, exists. Yeah, the, this whole invitation idea is built around giving you a tool that is. And if you wanna, if you wanna be a part of a community and pay for that, and be you can, but you don't have to do that. You yeah. can do this for free. Um, but that being said, I, I feel like anytime that we have a, a really good tool. To, to offer people, we want to make you aware of it. And these supplements are the real deal. And in a world uh, like the supplement market, where it is saturated with junk, yeah. and, and it, for me as an end user who's not a chemist or a biologist, I don't know how to tell the difference. Yeah, it's super hard. And so um, this is something that um, we've been able to come across to, uh, to get the, the science of it. And, and I, I am the one that's driving this conversation. I just want to be real clear about that. But um, I have been using the, uh, the greens, the pre-workout and the protein, which seems to be kind of the standard. Yep. That's the standard I, mix. It sounds like the standard mix. Yep. Um, for three weeks now since... Since yeah, it, it's about, yeah, I think I ordered the night before it launched yeah. actually, uh, because I was impatient. But <laughs> but um, I, I I'm telling you, uh, I've taken green supplements before, um, to help with digestion and and you know gut help you poop. Yeah, <laughs> let's just let's just call it what it is. I mean, and that's one of those things that for a lot of people they struggle with it. A you lot know? of people struggle with it. And if you're going to eat like one of the things that uh, I'm finding in this working out with Jason at Jarfit is that a lot of his clients really struggle with digestion. A lot too. 
eating in the in a way that they're eating to help fuel their workouts uh the greens oh my gosh yeah it it's it's amazing yeah like it's amazing i I talk a little bit about that yeah so inside the prodigy greens uh they were designed to kind of be a three-in-one product so we took a step back and said okay we all know that we need greens and we got to have the right kind of greens uh but what's the first obstacle they taste terrible <laughs> right. so uh, i don't know if you want to say anything to that but they, these don't no and I, and I would wholeheartedly agree with you in uh, fact i was talking to my sister who takes a different brand of greens and she's yeah. like i take them but they taste terrible, terrible. and i'm like i got you fam. yeah yeah <laughs> we are getting so many compliments people are like you know what this is so good i literally put on the shaker put some ice on it and the, I, i'm drinking a second one in the afternoon just because it's refreshing and it actually tastes good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I find myself doing that on a daily basis. But basically, you know, we designed this to be focused on the gut. You and I have talked about this. The research tells us this. Common sense tells us this. You know, what we put in our bodies is going to, you know, either support our activity or it's going to take away from it. And so in that common sense, we said, okay, we know that products like this are needed, um, you know, by all of us, even our kids, but what are the obstacles to get in the way? So one, we think we check the box on taste, but secondly, really there's three things that are inside this. One is all the beautiful organic green stuff, the kales that sit inside there. Second is something called spirulina. So that, what that is, that is 29 fruits and vegetables. Like it's a new technology that's been cold pressed. So strawberries and kale, they're now able to extract from those particular resources, what is needed to help fuel your body. And then the third thing is we put 10 billion pre and probiotics in there in one scoop. And we did that for a reason is we really built a product for the consumer. So you're not having to go buy two or three products. Um, But secondly, when they wake up, you get your body gets refreshed and it's prepared. Uh, We've already said the word poop. So it's like the body's like, I need to get out of me, you know, what's not being used and needed so that you, meaning the consumer, can put in your body what is critical to that. And so that is, uh, that's why the, the greens are such a staple and that's why it's the number one selling product, period, hands down. Well, I can tell you this, when you said initially when we were talking about the launch, this was even before the launch, you're like, the thing I'm most proud of is the greens. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Of, of all the things you created, that's the one. Yeah. But I can tell you, that's the one that immediately made a difference for mm-hmm. me. Like immediately, I just feel better. You feel better. Like, and I don't even know how to put my finger on that. Yeah. Look, we're seeing posts come in. I saw the one yesterday. I mean, people are just like, I've been doing this for a week. And they're like, I feel better. Mm-hmm. I mean, because when your gut's in place and when everything is moving, you get energy, you get clarity. You know, it's all the things that we want and what we need. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, and it's I'm, fun I'm, and exciting. I'm super excited to be a part of that. The other big piece is the immunity piece, which mm-hmm. in the world that we're living in right now, anything that bolsters our immune system is important. Yeah. It's important. We, we have uh, people that are buying the product and their kids are drinking it every day. And I think that's a testimony because getting kids to eat broccoli and kale, <laughs> good right. luck. Yep, <laughs> you know? yep, yep. Uh, but having kids drink something that, mom, this is almost like orange juice because it's, it's an orange mango flavor. It's, it's pretty awesome. 
You just put water in it, and, and you're, you're out the door, and you're rolling. Yep, it's so, good. It's yeah. it, it actually tastes good. Yeah, and has no sugar in it. It has all the things. We really think we've checked the boxes and creating a great product for consumers. Yeah. So I'm really proud of it. That's awesome. And I, <laughs> I, was, I was looking at the pre-workout. I was reading the ingredients like I would have a clue what they meant. <laughs> but I was curious, um, and what, what was fascinating to me was, and we've given you 100% of your daily vitamins and minerals. Yeah. In a pre-workout. Yeah. Why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that just, I, what I, I love it. Yeah. I love that, that that extra step is there. It just seems like it's so far outside of the box. So again, trying to build products that we feel tilt in the consumer's favor. I mean, when you really pull it back, it, it, it is an industry that is, you've already discussed it, that is kind of behind the curtain. You know, did you get 30 scoops? No, you only got 25. You're like, okay, well, that's not cool. All the way down to, okay, well, I want you to buy, you know, a prebiotic here and a probiotic here and a vitamin here. And the next thing you know, you're like, so every morning I'm waking up taking 10 pills and two scoops of this and that. A, that's annoying, right? And B, who really benefits from that? The manufacturers do. Right. You know, and so we thought, well, let's let's build something that's convenient uh, has high value to the customer, you know, so people want to continue to come back because they love the products and they love what we're doing and they feel like they're getting great value. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. I, I love it. And I'm so um, honored to promote it. Oh, thanks. You know, and that, and so what we've done is we've partnered Aerial Tribe and Prodigy. And so if you go to becomeaprodigy.com, you can order whatever you want to with the checkout code Aerial Tribe, and that'll give you a five percent discount on all uh, anything that you buy. Um, and that's just there for us to say uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. But more yeah. importantly, we want you to try this. I, I'm I'm a hundred percent convinced that you will keep using it. If you if you care about supplementation at all, you will keep using it. If you care about your immunity, like just boil it down to that and just staying strong and, and giving your body everything it can from an immunity perspective, the two core stable products people should be doing every day are the greens and the plant-based protein because it gives your body what it needs to go out and fight during the day. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. And it tastes great. Yeah. And... Here's the other thing about it for me that as an as a end user, I don't know anything about the science behind it, right? So this is just my customer experience with it. Um, a lot of supplements, and I've taken a lot of different supplements over the years from different companies. Um, you stir them and 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 then you put them in the shaker bottle and you shake them and you shake them and, and it's still lumpy. Like this stuff dissolves quickly the texture's fantastic it tastes great and i'm i'm talking regardless of what product you're using yeah. like the quality of it uh, outside of all of this other really cool um the why would you why would you really want to take it in the first place just you didn't have to create something that was that good of an experience on a, on those other levels and it's just thanks. really incredible thanks i appreciate it we we were very purposeful even down to all of those levels. So. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. And that, that's just, you know, again, for me, I, I don't, I don't know about all the other stuff. I, I love that. And I love that that's there. What I can tell you is it, it tastes good or bad. Um, it has the right texture or it doesn't, you know, those are, those are the kind of things that for me, I, I feel better or I don't. Those are the kind of things that for me matter. And, and 
this checks all of those boxes for me just as a consumer. So stealing your adjective, is it gooder? It's more gooder. It's more gooder. Yeah, right. it's more gooder than anything yeah, else. That's I how we make fun of Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> it's more gooder. And and I, I'm, I'm just, again, I don't get anything for saying this. I'm just telling you it's that good. Like it, it really is. Um, well, and I appreciate you saying it because it's a part of what we believe here at the Aerial Tribe because your body, mind, and spirit. They're, they're all equally balanced in the pie chart, mm-hmm. you know? So it's it's not 10% of who you are. You know, each one of them, are, call them 100% for the efforts that they need to be. So, um, so yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's appropriate to talk about. Yeah, and, and I, uh, I'd love for you guys to try it just, again, because I believe in it. I don't, I don't, I don't benefit from saying that. I say that because I want you to use it because I believe it'll help you be, be and feel better. And then you can post your poop stories. Post your poop stories. <laughs> um, we'll do that. <laughs> We're getting them. It's kind of funny. Uh, that's awesome. So today what we want to talk about yep. is uh, a really interesting topic that uh, a friend of mine actually emailed me. He's been listening to the podcast and and really targeted the Standards Plus Habits Equals Results episode. Really loved it. And it was great. Um, it was a great episode. Uh, one of the things that he talked about was, you know, I'm in my mid-40s now. And I've never really considered standards like what I've never been intentional about thinking through standards Mm -hmm. and, and what is that? And so he asked a ton of questions about it. I was like, man, this is, this is kind of episode worthy uh, for a lot of us to consider this idea. And so I thought I would just um, offer some questions to Jason Lim, talk about it because this was his, his magical formula. Um, But uh, I wanted to talk about this, um, like, Specifically, what are, where we want to begin is what is the difference between a standard and a goal? Um, but before we get there, I want you to define for me, when you say standards plus habits equals results, Yeah. what is it? Define a standard for me. Yeah, so, uh, so a standard is the expectations one sets upon themselves for a particular aspect of their, their lives. So we just talked about you know, your, your physical aspect. Your, the, the heart, your well-being, your spiritual, all these, if you really want to break it down, your marriage, your friendships, we naturally set standards, consciously, subconsciously. And we've all met people that maybe they're super high achievers in one area of their, their lives and they suck in the other areas. And those are standards, like I said, that have been set. And really those become the benchmarks um, that we wake up every day. And because they get so embedded in our lives, those naturally begin to breathe and produce the habits that reflect us. You know, it's kind of one of those, it goes back to the statement, if you really want to know somebody, go look at their bank account, right? Right. That's going to tell you where they spend their money. That's where they're spending their time. And that's usually a reflection on the things that they believe in, right? Am I giving to charities or am I, you know, spending all my money at the casinos? Whatever that is, is a flow from the heart. Um, and so that, that is naturally set. And the challenge is, is that when we decide that um, I want to change something in my life, we never address it at that level, right? We're like, okay, it's January 1st. I'm going to go lose some weight. So I run over uh, to Target. I get my new shoes, right? I get my new shorts. Right. And I'm out of the shoes. And it's not sustainable, right? Because... They're wanting to be, they wanted to achieve something, but they never took the time to step back and say, is that who I want to become? 
Right. That's where it's the examination of the heart that we're really talking about here. So the goal would be, I want to feel better. I go get, I'll spend all this money. I go work out. I don't. It's not sustainable. I don't feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I feel sore. And yeah, because I'm, because you know what? I'm, you know, today my ankle hurts. You know what? My, my kids are, that's where the, we allow the, the excuses to get in the way. Right. You know what? I, I, I deserve crushing these three large pieces of pizza today, you know, because right. you know what? And then tomorrow all this or that. And you know, yeah, it's okay to have a cheat meal and it's okay to have a day off of whatever you're trying to do. But, but there is an expectation when I decide enough is enough. And it really gets back to what I believe Simon Sinek says. He says, it starts with your why you can almost say the standard is your why. Okay. And say, this is who I am. This is why I exist. And this is who I want to become. And, and from that, what that produces, that produces a foundation. So now all of a sudden I'm like, that's the person I want to become. So therefore I look into the future and I say, okay, well, I want to set some benchmarks. I want to set some goals. I want to set some objectives to that. Well, that's where I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to go set those goals and objectives. And so when I begin to move towards that, the feedback loop is pretty simple. It's why I love this equation is that that's who I am and that's going to produce these habits and that's going to produce those results. And the results is where the feedback sits. Hey, I'm not, I'm actually not moving towards that goal. Why? Well, I just, I literally reverse backwards. I'm like, well, my habit is not producing, you know, actually towards the results, but the reality of it is. Aaron, you've let your standard down. Sure. I mean, let, let's talk about, I want to be, I want to be the best husband. I want to have the best marriage, right? Cool. Great. That's my goal. That's my objective. But what's the results? My wife really doesn't want to hang out with me. Mm. You know why? Uh, I'm short tempered. I'm a jerk. Like whatever is in that mix of her not wanting to be with me. I'm not fun. I mean, who knows what's in that bag, right? And then I'm like, okay, well, that's the result I'm getting. What am I doing? Well, I'm coming home, right, every other day or most every day, and I'm complaining about what, you know what, I know what I did today, what did you do today, you know? Right. And so it's like, well, hold on a second, the reason you're not getting the marriage you want is because you, Jason Jenkins, have consciously or subconsciously allowed that standard to, to, to decline. And that's where you gotta, con I, I honestly believe this, you gotta run back to it in those main categories, and you gotta protect it, that's why I think we created this. This is where accountability, tribe, community, friendships that can look you in your eye and say, hey, I think you're slipping here, right? Because cause it's not easy, right? That It's not easy. And I don't think our society actually wants change either, personally. Right. Because because the moment you start to change, well, I go, damn it. Well, if Aaron can do it. You know, I don't want Aaron to do it because I kind of like being comfortable down here. Right. It should be the other way around. Right. So I know that's that's a, that's a long soapbox to, to what standard is, but that's kind of how I kind of connect it. So part of part of I heard a couple of things in there, so I'm gonna go yeah. off. I'm gonna go off script. We're gonna see Love how it. this goes. All right. We're early in our trajectory here. We'll see okay. how this goes. So the first one is to go back to your marriage. Like I want to have the best marriage ever. Um, and so I go in, but my problem is I'm complaining about, I do all this and you do nothing. Da, 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 yeah. da. Well, is it possible that I pick a standard and, and it's a val it's a real standard and a good standard, 
but I'm because I'm demanding that other people live up to the same standard. I'm actually working against the standard that I'm trying to. Do you understand what yeah, I'm asking? Yeah, yeah. So I think that that could really easily happen in a marriage, right? Someone wakes up one day and says, "Hey, I'm, I'm not happy with where I'm at physically, emotionally with you, and so I'm going to go put effort towards that." Mm. And it's very common. You know this better than I do as a counselor. Like, the spouse is like, "Yeah, good for you." You go walk by yourself because I'm happy with who I am and I don't feel like changing. Right. right. And what do we got? So I think when that happens, you know, there's a little bit of a common sense where you got to take time in trying to get that buy-in from your spouse and encourage that and say, I'm doing this not just for myself, but I'm doing this for us, you know. And so I think depending upon the situation um, so that you're not sabotaging the outcome, because you could have all the great intentions in the world, have all the great tools in the world, you know, but if you're not pulling your significant other along with you, that's that's gonna be a challenge. Yeah, I you know, I was thinking about um, on the the decision to get healthier for myself. Mm-hmm. When we went into uh, well, January before quarantine, so twenty twenty, January of twenty twenty, I was like, I gotta get this under control. Um and I was in I was in a bad I was in a bad spot. I was heavier than I'd ever been. I I felt I felt it, you know, on a on a lot of layers. I felt a ton of pressure. I felt like I wasn't handling pressure well. Um, I felt like I needed to have that physical outlet, like emotionally. I needed I certainly needed to take better care of myself physically. And it was getting in the way of me being able to perform at the level that I wanted to perform. Um, and my job, like I just couldn't yeah. do it. I couldn't sustain it. I, I was, I didn't have the stamina to do it. So I jumped in and started doing this. Then of course we went into quarantine, and a lot of people were like, I, I gained the COVID nineteen. That mm-hmm. you know that was there instead of the freshman fifteen at college. You know you get they gained the COVID nineteen. There was a lot of people that went into that space, and I was like, I can't, I can't. I don't have anything else to do. I'm just gonna work. So for me, uh, there was this evolution of fitness really becoming a big deal in my life more and more and more. And it grew and it grew and it grew. Um, that became a standard for me. Yeah. And it's leveled up multiple times. There's been moments where we've gone, okay, it's time to level this up. Um, that being said, my wife, who's now on her own tremendous fitness journey, she's crushing yeah, she's it. Doing a great job. But she's only been crushing it for about 15, 16 weeks, which is a, I don't, like, I don't slight that, but the standard that I set for myself, it took her over a year before she bought into that standard. Yeah. So if I had believed for any period of time that my standard, I needed everyone around me to live up to that standard. Yeah. It never I mean, would have worked. And I think that even applies in the workplace, right? You, you, you constantly, you, you can't go alone. Love Steve Jobs quote. Yeah. You can go fast alone or far together. I always like to remember that one. You, when you're kind of building teams, well, your family's a team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaron, you might go really fast and lose some weight and your family just left you. <laughs> you know, right. Like you didn't go far together. And they know? wind up sabotaging you because yeah, they're like, totally. oh my gosh, stop talking about it. Yeah, totally. And and so I think that what well, this discussion, why it's so relevant is that, you know, don't don't lower your standards. You know, you don't lower your standards for somebody else. But there are those situations, especially in a marriage or, you know, other environments where you have to pull people along with you yeah and that might be conversations that might be 
you know, sitting down and helping them understand why they benefit in you changing, right? And, and all of those things like that. That's why I think it, it can be very applicable at work. All of a sudden, one day you're walking in, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to go, you know, to the water cooler and complain anymore. I'm actually going to, at lunchtime, going to go for a walk and have water and carrots. And they're like, that's not fun. We like complaining and, you know, doing this versus this. Eating cupcakes. Yeah. And, and, and they're like, why? And then, you know, and that's where you just begin to put that buy-in. And, um, and those that want it and appreciate it will, will follow. And, and those that don't, they don't. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and I think the you know, the one of the posts that we put on the aerial Instagram um discipline is choosing what you want most over what you want now. Yeah. But that that very thing, like I want a cupcake now, but what I want more, the standard that I've set for myself is to be healthy. Correct. Uh and that matters. Correct. That matters. So I make choices out of that standard. And I think the other thing that I, I feel like I've personally experienced, um, on both sides of it is is the word momentum you know because it comes from this i think momentum is the most powerful force um one of the most powerful forces in our lives because it's never neutral it's either working for us or against us it's like it's a constant flow of energy right Mm -hmm. and so when you begin to apply the standard can you know and you're like that's who i am and it's like a pillar that, that that no storm can push around um and then you begin to produce those habits, the results, you're like, yeah, I'm getting somewhere. Like it becomes contagious, becomes addicting towards this is good, this is healthy. I mean, I think that's why God produced principles in our lives to guide us towards love and grace and forgiveness. Because when you do it, you're like, wow, that felt really good when I gave that person, I bought their groceries. You're like, yeah, God's like called, it's called oxytocin, you know? And, right. You know, and all of those other cool things like mm-hmm. that. But at the same time, it can go the other way. They can go the other way really quick. And that's why you, you, you know, you have to guard yourself. So if you're listening to this, you're like, you're frustrated and you're like, yeah, I'm trying to achieve these goals. I promise you, you begin to apply this on a daily basis. It's gonna give you clarity. It's going to give you momentum, but it's also going to provide future pitfalls that you can see coming, i.e., I got to get rid of that friend, yeah. i.e., I got to stop doing this or whatever that looks like. And, and, it, and, it's, and it's very, very powerful. Yeah. So some second point yeah. off, off script, but I was yeah. thinking about this while you were talking and I wanted to get your opinion on it. So every January we set goals, right? Yeah. We have New Year's resolutions or we have different places in our life, different moments where we're like, I need to set this goal. Uh, I want to have a goal. I need to have short-term, mid-term, and long-term goals. Here's my question for you. Understanding what a standard is, do we execute on our standards or do we execute on our goals? I think that... The when you say execute, meaning like when I wake up every day and I decide to go do that, you know, the think of it as the, the goal is what's in the distance, right? The we'll just use the metaphor of I guess sailing. I don't know. I'm just gonna go with it. Yeah. The standard is this is the vessel that is going to take me there, right? This is the vessel that is gonna pile through these waves. It's gonna sail towards that particular island, right? And that vessel is going to be equipped with things and I'm not going to, you know, move off of that. And so to me, that's what the execution is. And, and, and the habits 
like I said, are breathed. You know, the standards give birth to the habits. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Consciously or subconsciously. Like, it doesn't take much where someone's like, man, you're really crushing it like 70% of the time. Cool. Well, that's just consciously the standard, you know? You know, some people are like, hey, I'm okay, you know, uh, working out. I'm just going to stick with that two times a week. Um, and I'll eat healthy on those two days. And the other five, hey, we're just going to get after and whatever happens, happens. Great. That's standard. And, you know, the goal slash result is going to, it's going to equal itself out. Yeah. So I was thinking about staying on the workout metaphor. Yeah. Like I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like, I got to get in shape. Yeah. So I'm going to set a goal for myself that I'm going to, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to run a 5k in three months, whatever. Mm -hmm. Do I execute on the goal or do I execute on the standard? Like, but my standard executes, not the right word. Do I, what do I have to change in order to get there? I know I have to change my habits, but for my standard, I'm, I'm fumbling through my question here. It's a really good question in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, for my standard, uh, what about, what, what, what's the standard that has to be changed in order to get me to that goal of a 5K? I understand the question. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever met somebody who said, I'm going to lose 30 pounds, and they lose 30 pounds only to gain 50? I was that person. Okay. So many times yeah. in my adult life. <laughs> so that's my point. So there was never, if I'm just going to be blind, there was never a standard of saying, this is not about losing 30 pounds. This is about being healthy and different. Yep. Okay. Good. So it's not about hitting the goal. No. The goal is just, that's just, yeah, that is going to express who I want to be. Running the 5K is, no, I want to be healthy. I want to be a runner. I want, that's just what that is. Mm. That's why I use that example of how many people are like, yeah, I'm going to go lose 30 pounds. And they do only to gain it back. You know, that's because, again, it was, they didn't set the standard. Sure, sure. That makes total sense. That's good. Uh, so let me ask you this question. So you, we talk about standards and, and they come from a lot of different places. Who, who was it in your life that taught you standards? I would have to... I got to go back to my little grandma. So she was one. She was just, she was this five foot feisty woman. Uh, first business owner out of Pacific Beach in San Diego. She grew up in the Great Depression. And so she just was, she just, that generation, right? She had that hardness, mm. you know? And she, I just remember as a young child, she'd be like, you know, Jason, you know, just know um, the only thing that you have to give away are your words, so guard them. And I'm like, Grandma, I'm eight years old. I just want to go play. You know, like, okay. She's like, no, you need to hear yeah, this. Yeah, you need to get over here, you know. And the only reason I remember it is because she said it five million times, you know. So I think that was the seed of where, you know, what you set, what those expectations. And then I want to say the second was my parents. My parents were great fans. They constantly breathed hope in me. They constantly breathed you can do whatever you want to do, right? So they really allowed me to see a higher horizon. Mm. And I don't think that happens enough in this world, you know, where people are authentically breathing that into us. But really where I think, you know, standards became to me what they are today was my mentor, Samuel. Sure. And, you know, we talked about it on the show. Ajibaloso. Ajibaloso with a lot of O's. <laughs> it is... He talked about love, grace, forgiveness, and compassion. 
And when he said, that is the core of leadership. When I read that book about, you know, he broke down every leadership style and said, this is why we've tried it and this is why it's failed. And at the end of the day, unless we do it the way that God has talked about it and preached about it, because um, he's the one that designed us. Um, and that was like, okay, that's hard. Loving somebody when I don't want to love them, that's hard, right? Mm. So, so that's a standard, you know, showing grace when I'm like, yeah, well, they screwed me and they don't deserve my grace, right. you know? Okay, what, what does that look like? And all of those things. So, so that's kind of the lineage when I look back on my life of the people that had the deposits that I think, you know, have helped shape me who I am today. Uh, do I have a long ways to go like all of us? Yeah, I do. But I also feel like I know myself more today than ever. Sure. That's awesome. I, you know, I, I, as you're talking and I'm like, yes, parents and yes, like generational family and the wisdom of grandparents, all that stuff, it, it brings to my mind, what does somebody do when they haven't had, they didn't have parents or they had lousy parents? Or they, they didn't, they weren't connected. They, those typical, and, and I feel like what you're talking about is the, it's the typical way that God designed for standards to be passed yeah. was through family. What happens if somebody didn't really have that? Yeah, before I answer that, I want to just make one more comment on that. I heard the most beautiful quote uh, yesterday. You know where I was yesterday. Um, and there was this painting of a tree. And so the founder of the organization said, you'll know my, you'll, my fruits will bear on other people's trees. Mm. I was like, God, that's a great way to think about legacy. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to put that on there. But to answer your question, when someone maybe is deprived and they've had just a really rough life in, in the sense that there's not been a good example of what a standard is, um, I guess depending on how old that person is or where they're at, you know, for me, you know, I think the hope is, is that from other people, friends and, and mentors, you know, and, and there's a lot of resources out there to where I believe that, like God says, truth is a light, you know, yeah. and when truth is spoken, it speaks to our hearts. And so, you know, it's really about somebody's getting to a point where they're like, I want more, you know, and, and I think when you begin to go on that quest and you have those unanswered questions, which I hope I have unanswered questions for the rest of my life, right? Because I just continue to want to unpack more and more. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's the seed that hopefully, you know, blossoms that when there is that desire, I, I, I believe we can find it. Mm -hmm. and, and one, it's in our pockets with these computers and these phones. Right. You know, we have more resources today. But if somebody really wants it, you know, there, there's just, I, th I think there's a lot of different ways to connect. Um, and yeah, that's, that's what I would think. Yeah. I, I, how would you answer that? My, my wife and I have always had a commitment, especially when we were younger and we had babies and we didn't, we didn't have a clue how to be parents and the kids kept coming, you know, they yeah. just, there's more and more children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it feels like you're just getting one out of diapers and then the next one comes yeah. along. You're like, oh, What's what, going on? what did we do? Yeah. Um, have kids, they said. <laughs> It'd be great. Um, and, and trying to figure out, like, I don't, I don't know how to be a parent, you know, I, I don't know. And I don't know how to be a husband 
in this space. I don't know how, like I know that I want to work hard and I want to go out and, but I don't know what is all that supposed to look like? Yeah. Cause I, what I do know is I see a lot of guys that are out working, 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 and they're making money, but their families are dying. Yeah. Um, and so how do you live in that tension? And so we were always super intentional about finding someone who is doing well, what we want, not necessarily the whole picture. But in that category of... But yeah, like you're doing... Like you talk to your wife well. Tell me about that. Yeah. And and sometimes they would be like, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, she, if I say mean things to her, she hits me in the head <laughs> with a frying pan, you know, or whatever, you yeah. know. But some guys... I, I And I remember multiple conversations with guys that were like, you know, I didn't always used to talk to my wife like this. But here's what I've learned. Yeah. And that's like... Oh, like that's a lock in, you know, uh, here's, here's how I changed my work life balance in order to, to maintain a healthy relationship. Find somebody that's Correct. doing what you want to become. They are what you want to become. And then, and this is important. Don't go just start bleeding information from them. Go and be some sort of a support to them. Yeah. What I've figured out, um, and I've heard other guys talk about this, um, other like entrepreneur guys talk about this. If you go, like guys that are super successful, they're busy. Uh, they're busy, 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 busy. And, and, they have, and they have a lot of people that want their attention. So if you have somebody that you're like, hey, I want, I want what you have, don't go to them and just start trying to ask questions about how to take it because you're drawing energy that they don't have to give. Yeah, it's, it gets back to the concept of an apprentice. Yep. That's what it all, that's the bottom line. Find some way to be a value. Encourage them, just be a friend. Don't it, don't even let, maybe let them know what you're doing. Just be a friend and support them. And I mean, honestly, Jason, this is like initially when, when we started becoming friends, I was like, I want to know what makes that guy tick. Because it was like, okay, so here's your here's your leadership level in the world. Here's, and I'm I want to be able to lead at that level. Um, what is it that makes that guy tick? And so I just sat and listened to you talk about your company for months. Yeah, for months. Uh, what's funny is people love hanging out with people that are interested in them. Like if you want to be totally interested in somebody else, then you both already have something in common. Yeah. You're totally interested in them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about myself. So yeah, yeah. enough of me talking yeah, about yeah. me. Why don't you talk about me? But yeah. that, but that's the truth. Like when you find that person, but don't just go and be a draw, yeah. go and try to find a way to be an encouragement, be a source of strength, be something useful to them. Yeah, I love that. And then in the process of that, start to have those conversations. Like, Hey, I really I really have observed X about you. Well, tell me more about that. Yeah, no, I appreciate you saying, I mean, this topic for, you know, and you, you and I've talked about this privately, anybody on my team, now it's, it's a pretty big number. They, this is how they know me. This is how they know me. Like, don't tell me you're not happy with your results. Cause guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to write back right into those habits. And I'm going to be like, Alex or Bob or Sue, you set that standard consciously or subconsciously. And now it's become such a great tool and exercise, it self-regulates itself. Yep. 
And so when somebody comes to me, they're like, hey, I already know what you're going to say, but I just needed you to talk me through it. So if I was to see something else, you know, and it's, um, it's just really powerful. So, you know, I was thinking about um, how standards and standards can grow. They can, they can, mm-hmm. they can change. You can add a standard to your life anytime that you want to. It just takes time for them to actually really take root. Yeah, it does. I, I would say, so something that I'm walking through, um, what, three weeks from now, I'm going to send my son off to college. So I've never had a college student. So mm-hmm. we did a father-son trip, and I literally, so I found my mentor. I was like, hey, never done this. You got any good advice? Because you did a pretty good job at this. And and really, I just was like, I'm coming into this with a heart, knowing how can I be a great father in this next season? And I literally started the conversation with my son, Hunter. I was like, hey, Hunter, I'm going to be blunt with you. Uh, I got training wheels on. I've never done this, and your mom's never done this. And I'm sure we're going to screw this one up once or twice, you know. Mom's probably going to cry a lot. I'm probably going to have to do I don't know. But just know where our heart is, you know. And, and just that, I mean, I'm going through that right now. My point in that is what you just said, how standards change. I'm having to kind of morph the standard of being a father into my son's next chapter. He's not five years old anymore. Right. right? Mm-hmm. That that was a, that was a different dad at that different time. Now he's going to have some bigger issues. He's going to have to unwrestle, right? Uh, and so we were able to have some really cool conversations. I think because my willingness to adjust and be flexible. So I think what I just what you said I think is super important. Everybody hears is that we know that, um, but we got to be willing and honest to recognize it and adjust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and here's, here's the thing. If you, if you've had a family, you know, that's taught you standards, man, be so super thankful to the Lord for that. Um, I don't know that that's the norm because even people that grew up in two parent homes didn't have parents that often knew how to be intentional. Um, and we're all dealing with that, you know, trying to, it didn't happen for my wife, flounder their way through it, you know? Yeah. Um, but if you haven't had that, it's okay that you can you can find your standard bearers out there that will help you to become what you think um, the Lord is asking you to become. One question I get asked a lot uh, when it comes to this topic is, oh, hey, Jason, so going out, like, I've never really thought about this. Where do I begin? And I say it begins with a pen, a piece of paper, and quiet time. Mm. That's, That's really good. Begins. That's really good. you gotta, you got to go to the river, to your quiet tree, and say, God let's unpack the heart and what I think God does is he begins to put the questions like I I, I just this is me talking uh, so I have no biblical reference for this it's just I think that's how God speaks to us Mm -hmm. he's just like yeah I could give you the answer but I'm going to put a question there you know and it's the questions about who who is it that I want to become and he just and the more that we lean into that all of a sudden we begin to write that down and next thing you know you're like oh on page three, that that's what it is. Okay, thank you. And then you know you're able to kind of move on. So I just wanted to put that out there for everybody. Yeah, no, that's really good. That's really good. So standards are uh, those things below the things. Standards are the things that drive you. Standards are the 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 reason you will compromise or not compromise in a given situation is rooted in standards, and your goals are birthed out of that. Hundred percent. Awesome. And like Aaron said. 
Uh, if you haven't started, you know, doing uh, the 87 day challenge, take a look at that. Uh, but do please share us, like us, review us. And uh, we appreciate all that um, you guys doing and taking the time to tune in. So. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll talk again soon.